know this radio show was focused on shedding light on the amazing, outstanding African-American business talent across the country. You can always listen to us live on Saturday mornings from 9 to 10. And then there's a condensed recap on Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Today's show is all about fashion, the stock exchange, and taxes. I'm like kind of sick and tired of taxes. I Everybody you, is. I know. Of course, everybody is absolutely <laughs> sick and tired of taxes. But uh, we can't run away from them. And the laws continue to change. So it's very important for us to understand what is going on and how it could benefit or actually hurt us in the long run. So you all know Jamal Jackson, partner of Jackson Corporate Law, just opens our show every single Saturday to give us legal advice for our business. Except, and he has some great stuff to share about. Yeah, I was going to say except last Saturday. No, no, I was here last Wait, Saturday. They Saturday be, oh, right. they can't hear me before. Sa can. Saturday before. I rarely take Saturdays off, but you know, sometimes. Oh, so is this a lightweight shade or, mm -hmm. or what? I'm just, I'm a little confused. No, Mikai, because when you're not here, you're out making the world a better place the for you and for me. Place. Yes, Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, maybe not all the way like that. Not? Yes. No, most of the time. Most, most of the time. time. Right. No, but I, I appreciate I appreciate it. It's good to be back in the studio. Um, was out last week being being a dad. Congratulations um, again. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Definitely appreciate the it. New legacy builder. Oh yes. Will yes. he be the next partner of Jackson Corporate Law? Or you know what? You know what? I'm not I'm not pushing them to towards anything. I'm gonna let them figure out what they're passionate about, what they want to do in life, and I will help them become the best at that that they can be. So what if they said, hey, actually, I just want to sit around and be a bum? No, you can't be the best at being a bum. No, no there no, are no. people that they are have to be, they have to be, you know, a couple hundred thousand. They have to be here. productive citizens. They, they have to, they have to uh, be helping out in the community. They have to do something that's going to continue to uplift. So they, no, they, I'm going to put them to work. Okay. It's just, they're going to work in whatever they're passionate about. And I love that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so today talking about internet sales tax um, on the June 21st, First, the Supreme Court issued a ruling that changed the way that states are able to tax internet sales. So uh, before June, before the June 21st ruling, if you were um, selling anything online, so if you were e-commerce, if, if you had any sort of e-commerce presence selling products, um, you were taxed in a state generally if you had a physical presence in that state. So if you had a warehouse, if you had an office, um, you were taxed uh, if you were making sales online based on your physical presence, right? So um, that, that being said, if I was based in Illinois and I was um, selling shirts online to uh, residents of California, California could not tax me because I did not have a physical presence in California. Right. All that changed. Now so, that's a shame. What does that mean for Amazon? So, so um, Amazon has uh, warehousing facilities in most states. Um, so, and, and there's something called the Amazon law. So states have generally passed regulations that allow them to tax large uh, retailers such as Amazon. But this new um, court ruling uh, allows for states to charge sales tax to every business that does um, that sells products within their state. So again, now, now if I'm based in Illinois, I'm selling to residents of California, California can charge me sales tax based on the amount of product that I'm moving through their state. So um, it's something that's very brand new. Most states are, most states still have regulation that's based on the previous uh, rule, which is that the physical presence. So like in Illinois, um, they, they operate off of the physical presence, uh, but because this new, um, law came down or this new ruling came down, 
they're probably going to switch that. So there, there has to be legislation within the state that allows for the state to collect the sales tax on um, internet-based services, or in, uh, sorry, not internet-based services, but e-commerce sites that are selling products to residents in your state. Um, but you're going to start to see a lot of these states uh, passing new legislation that will allow them to collect this sales tax. Because if you think about it, um, how much shopping do you do online, Mikai? Majority of my shopping is online. All right. Um, how many of those businesses are not based in Illinois? Majority of those businesses are not based in Illinois. So before, Illinois could not collect that sales tax. And you know Illinois loves its money. They right. Sure do. So now Illinois can pass a law and Illinois can start to collect that sales tax. It's going to be a windfall for a lot of states that have high sales tax rates because, um, uh, you know, and high populations, because all of these states that have heavy consumer um, populations that do engage in online activity, like online shopping, like all of that is going to be taxed now. All of that now, is going to be taxed. Will the end user be double taxed because the state that the business is in may actually want some tax too? So how does that make the prices of the products go up? How does right. that kind of work out? So the state that the business is in can still um, can still be taxed. It depends on the state, right? So there are some states that um, if you are uh, if you're in state selling things online and you're selling it to residents that are outside of the state, they still want to collect that. But not all states do that. If, if you do run into a situation where you are, again, based in Illinois, in, in Illinois selling in California, um, if, if Illinois wants to collect sales tax and California does, there's typically an offset that happens. So you can typically reduce the amount of taxes that you pay in the, uh, in the foreign state by the amount of taxes that you pay in the home state. Um, but depending on how the, this legislation or how yeah, the legislation in each particular state is drafted, that may not be the case. So again, this ruling was just two weeks ago. Um, the states have not moved. Well, there aren't, there aren't states that have, that have already passed legislation in order to address the new Supreme Court ruling because it's only been two weeks um, and legislation takes a little bit of time. But you're going to start to see the um, states reacting to this. And as a result, businesses who are engaging in online sales, they either need to start selling through a platform or a technology that keeps track of the different sales rates uh, in these different states so that they so that the um, the businesses can collect the sales tax, because if the businesses don't collect the sales tax, it's not on the consumer. It's on the business. So the state has a right to essentially sue that business for unpaid sales taxes. So you need to you need to implement ways that you can stay abreast of what sales tax rates are are um, within what state, so that as you're making these sales, you can collect that sales tax from from your consumer, so that you're passing on so that you're passing through that expense and you're not having to take that one on the chin. Now, how are the states actually going to be able to? monitor this like how how is california going to know that i sold 10 people five t-shirts last month so a lot of it is um is gonna have to do you know that's that's actually a good question i don't know the exact way to monitor i know that states understand who's who's um, selling what products within their um within their state um, there may be some coordination with the IRS. Um, there may be some coordination with uh, amongst the different states so that the states are able to see um, how much product was uh, was sold there. There's probably going to be um, sales tax reports that are going to be that are going to be due from these companies or there may be sales tax reports that are due from these companies that are doing businesses in other states. Uh, the the actual monitoring piece is something that is going to uh, probably going to take a little bit of time for these states to figure out. 
but I have no doubt that whether it's through, you know, the United States Postal Code or, or some, some way, they're going to be able to track how much, uh, how many sales a certain company is doing within their state. Wow. We got, we got to look out. This could be, this could, this could be, this could be really, really bad because imagine. I mean, it's more taxes on small business. That's, that's, that's yeah. essentially what it's going to come down to. And so then that means the small businesses are either going to a have to raise their prices, may lose. They're going to have customers. to pass this on to the to the customer. Yes, and they're going to probably lose it to the big guy, which right now is Amazon. And then what's going to happen to our small businesses? Large right retailers, here right Large here on Eighty Seventh Street. Right, right. What are we going to do? I don't know. We we gotta we gotta. Well, hopefully, right. Hopefully, the um, this isn't going to turn into something to where it will have that big of an effect on any one particular business's I mean, consumer minimum base. Minimum wage already but, went up, so they now still they gotta pay all this crazy minimum wage stuff and more taxes. Yep, they're making yep. it kind of hard for small businesses to stay open. Unfortunately. Uh, how can we get a hold of you to make sure that we are in alignment with this new tax law? All right. So you can uh, Google us, Jackson Corporate Law. Go to our website, jacksoncorporatelaw.com. We're on all forms of social media. Subscribe to our blog, Legally Binding. Uh, just found out yesterday our blog was added to uh, our sorry podcast. Our podcast was added to Spotify, so I feel like we made it a little bit. Your so, podcast was added to Spotify? Yeah. So we're on, we're on uh, iTunes. Wow. We're, we're on like 10 or 11 different platforms now, so now, it's dope. Okay, let's just pause real quick yep. because I know that there are people that would want, to, want to know how you even went about doing this because I remember when legally binding wasn't even legally binding. I know, right? And then how did it get all the way to Spotify? So anchor.fm, it's, it's, a, it's a great platform, easiest way for you to create a podcast, easiest way for you to distribute it. So uh, when we started, uh, started on anchor.fm, uh, we were on uh, Google Play, iTunes, and one other platform. But as Anchor.fm started to distribute some more platforms, our podcast started to get distributed to those other platforms. So the most wow. recent one was Spotify. Like I said, we're on like 10 to 11 different platforms, and we're getting some pretty good uh, pretty good listenings out there. That is great. Congratulations. I appreciate it. Look at you. Know, Look right? at Jamal Jackson. Oh, <laughs> and one other thing, Jamal Jackson. Um, and Jackson Corporate Law Offices will be celebrating a birthday coming up August 1st. Five years. Five years in this game. He made it past the two years that they say that 60% of businesses fail. Right. So congratulations. How can we participate in your anniversary festivities? All right. So um, we, you can find the tickets on Eventbrite or just go to our Facebook page. And there's an event on the Facebook page that leads you to Eventbrite. Um, yeah, August 1st from 6 to 10, celebrating five years. Come out. It's going to be a good time. Uh, we're supplying the, the, the uh, libations they, as well as know, the middles. You know, we do what we can. We do what we can. And this is five, right? So we probably won't know, throw another big big one until 10. But when we hit 10, you know, we're going to do it big again. Absolutely. So. Thank you so much, Jamal. Appreciate it. we got to go to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear from our patient investor, Kwa, and we're going to hear from one of the youngest females on the trading floor in New York. Don't go anywhere. Up next on the Urban Business Roundtable is Kwa, a period investment. We you're trying to say, I'll quit. That's why I said it was a little bit.